0: 18 plus. It's time to brew some tea, get comfy in your special spot, and share life in conversation during this episode of Tea with Jackie. All right. Our guest today is Jyoti Danota. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. Awesome. She's a self-published uh, author of The Chaos Within Us, which is an amazing book that I just began to read <laughs> oh. <laughs> because I had very limited time. And uh, in that book, Jyoti sheds a light on topics that are considered taboo by the society, uh, topics such as therapy, depression, anxiety, and so on. And she's currently working on a second book, which I would recommend. First, read the first book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I don't want to say much because she's here with us and she can talk more about it. So Jyoti, Thank you so much for coming to the show and uh tell us more about you and tell us more about your book
1: well first of all thank you for having me uh so my book i started writing in may of this year mm-hmm. published September fourteenth as a paperback uh as a paperback book nice and I wanted to do things a little differently. I wanted to write with um, Punjabi main characters as mm-hmm. well, mostly because we do just see like Indian main characters, but they're they're never like Punjabi characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only are there uh, Punjabi characters in the book, there's also other uh, ethnicities represented as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So I wrote. The chaos within us while i was working and that was a temporary position that i was covering for somebody who went on to uh, who was on her maternity leave at the time mm-hmm. and uh, i had a little gap between that time and i was just right because i fell in love with writing yeah. and i used to write in high school but then i like you know i was like required to write a certain way in high school and in college yeah it became like it you know I never had that time to be creative again with my writing Mm -hmm. until 2022 when I was able to have that free time and Mm -hmm. free time you'll see this line in my book too is that free time allows a lot for creativity
0: yeah that's true
1: kind of where the chaos within us was formed in that time that i had that i was free to write it and you mentioned my second book i am still working on it but it will be called beautiful consequence and such a beautiful
0: topic for a book
1: thank you it's a little parentheses with the s because i don't know if i want to name it beautiful consequence or consequences Mm -hmm. and um my cover artist for beautiful consequence has already got me a cover and i'm not even done with the book yet Oh wow, and that's what um the chaos within us. It would have been released in August if I had a cover. yeah, so, you know, but um, I have everything going on now. so I'm excited. I have people reading it. I have people checking it out. and you know i'm I'm so excited to hear the feedback.
0: that's amazing. Um, so before we go deep into your book, can you just tell me why you decided to? write this book and why you decided to self-publish the book?
1: Okay. So, well, I decided to write the book um, to give myself kind of something to do, mm-hmm. as well as talk about some uh, trauma that I had experienced a little. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I chose to self-publish too. I didn't want to go to a publisher Mm-hmm. Bring up the fact that you know a lot of well not a lot of but some of Niti's story is based off of my story even you know it is a fiction book so i didn't base everything off of it yeah but um i didn't want to go up to a publisher and get rejected if i you know if yeah. i told them the trauma aspect of it yeah and i didn't want anybody invalidating <laughs> anything so i was like you know what self-publishing is a thing let's let's do it and then um you know beautiful consequence I might self-publish again but I might actually like this one I can reach out to a publisher because it's not as um it does bring up domestic abuse you know like Mm -hmm. I am the type of person who is trying to shed light onto these topics that you know are considered taboo like you mentioned earlier depression anxiety domestic violence um any and everything that I can (laughs) <laughs> even though I'm just in my twenties, but I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm like this generation, we're changing things.
0: Yeah. I was about to say that as well. You are so young and you <laughs> have already self-published a book and you're on your second book. This is just very recommendable that Easy. young people should, who are very skilled and talented should just get out there and do it um, instead of waiting. You know, a lot of authors are quite old so to say <laughs> yeah. yeah and a lot of authors actually publish their first books when they're you know way older but you've done it Jody, and that's amazing
1: yeah I know a lot of them are always married and you you know you read about the author it's like is married and lives with her husband <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like not me <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is very recommendable um in your acknowledgement uh on the book. Mm-hmm because I've I've read the first and second chapter, but in the acknowledgement, you punked the readers and noted that it's Mm -hmm. okay to cry out loud. Mm -hmm. Um, So why did you choose to include that in your book?
1: Um, I think it it relates to the dedication. So it's kind of like starting and ending. Mm -hmm. You you read the dedication, you read the acknowledgements, it kind of just correlates, like I started a message to the readers. yeah. I ended with that same kind of message to the readers. Uh, The only difference is that it's like the it's okay part because in the dedication, Mm -hmm. you know, I wrote, um, I have have my book right here. And I wrote to all the people that have wished someone was there for them when they were crying in silence. Mm -hmm. That's how I start off the dedication. So in the ending, Mm -hmm. I wanted to let readers know that, you know, it's okay to cry out loud. Yeah. I think one of the main reasons I did that is because I've gone through it. You know, it's one of the worst feelings is when you're in your room or you're anywhere and you're crying to mm-hmm. the point where you're scared somebody's going to hear you because you don't yeah. want it to like, you know, get worse or you don't want anymore like after an argument or after, you know, anything. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that um is Especially after you read the book, you see everything that kind of happened with me, these kind of some stuff that happened with me because, like I said, it is a fiction book. So I didn't do everything based off of my
0: story. I, I was about to mention that it's a fiction book, but you also have experienced the stuff that you've written in the book.
1: Yeah. And I feel like as not necessarily as an author that I want to write, you know, because I'm not writing like an autobiography here. Yeah. But I feel that I was able to connect to this character. And when I'm able to connect to Niti, I was able to write her story better.
0: Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit more about why you decided to write the book? I know I I asked this before (laughs) and we got a little bit sidetracked.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, which, you know, from our phone call on Monday, we get sidetracked very easily.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> so why did you decide the, uh, to write this book? Because you resonate with it. Um, mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit more about um, the contents of the book that you resonate with and the reason why you decided to put it out there for everyone that is going through the same thing.
1: For okay, so for anybody that's going through the same thing, not only is the dedication the reason that I wrote the book, everything in the dedication will give away why I wrote it. Yeah, but, um, I have also experienced living with people that have come from abroad for six months, mm-hmm. you know, and you think that oh, they're your relatives, it's gonna be easy. And it gets to the point where you're just like, when are they leaving? And that's kind of a bit here and there in Niti's story. And it's to the point where, you know, relationships are, um, I guess, almost in jeopardy, if that's yeah. the word to use. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted people to realize one thing, and I have that through Ellie's character issues, is that... Um, just because they're your blood doesn't yeah. mean that you have to and that's what I want my readers to know too and it's it's in literally word by word almost in the book through Ellie's character yeah. and um, it's that you know your family yes they're your family but you they don't have to always be you know correct you don't always have to side with them.
0: Actually most of the times family are wrong Just yeah. <laughs> I love my family but most of the times they're wrong about most things
1: Exactly And I feel that You know, I wanted readers to be able to realize That blood may be blood But some blood is toxic
0: Yeah And yeah. it's okay to get rid of toxic blood yeah. <laughs> Not get rid like get rid <laughs> But stay I away
1: You'll, you'll you know. see that a little bit through Abby's character Just like a little bit Because he's mm-hmm. You'll see why I can't really say that He's one of them because yeah. the plot twist is through his character. And he we don't doesn't... want to give spoilers. Exactly. you <laughs> um, Neeti's character and Ellie's character. And like the biggest shout out, first of all, to Samuel, mm-hmm. who is Ellie. Samuel is one of my bestest friends. We met through um, K-pop. Uh, Hi, Samuel. Pop- <laughs> yeah. And I was just talking to her and I was like, And I call her Ellie. That's her preferred name. And I was like, Ellie, I don't know what to do. I can't think of a main character's, like, best friend's name. And um, she's like, you could just use me. And I was like, okay. But, and then we just hit the ground running. And then we also had our uncles that, you know, I, I like had a talk with her first, if I could use some part of her um, story into Mm -hmm. the book. And, you know, because of the way that we had, uh experience with our uncles we connected even more and she actually just um messaged me right now before we started i didn't tell her i was doing this podcast yet but she just uh sent a text right now actually
0: (laughs) well that's a beautiful friend yeah nice um before we go back into talking a little bit more about the book um Mm -hmm. you had an experience that sort of you know affected your mental health um Mm -hmm. Cost anxiety can you tell us how you went through that and how you've been trying to heal
1: um well I feel like it kind of got so they stayed with us for six months Mm -hmm. and I would say the first two two and a half months you know it was pretty decent you would think you know that you know they're gonna start like Looking for places or anything, Mm -hmm. and then I guess slowly and slowly it kind of just hit that they aren't leaving. (laughs) Wow, and you know, I'm just I, I mentioned this to you on Monday like, it's not the first family that came to stay with us, you know. The first family that had come to stay with us, my aunt's family, so that would be my mom's sister, they stayed with us for about two months, and I feel the fact that because they had stayed with a limited like time Mm -hmm. um not not that we had like a limit you know but uh how would i put this they say for a shorter time period yeah and i feel that that is probably why we still get along so well and you know this weekend my cousin and i we just went to an event just the two of us
0: i feel like relatives um so to say when they visit And they visit for a longer period of time. They have their own values and sentiments about stuff that are not the same as yours. Mm -hmm. But the problem is they try to impose their beliefs on you. And when you don't do what they say, then it's chaos or it's anger or it's, you know, Uh, resentment.
1: Chaos. (laughs) Not like a
0: panel, but it is chaos. It is chaos. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I have never gone to a relative's place and stayed for a long time, but I've had relatives come to our home when I was staying with my parents. Yeah. They will stay for a longer period of time. Yeah. And it gets it gets exhausting.
1: Yeah, it does. And I, you know, before I wrote this book, um, there's a Facebook, well, there's two Facebook groups that I'm in, actually, that are only and only for brown girls. Yeah and uh one of my cousins she's from new hampshire mm-hmm. and she actually invited me to the other one and i found this place where it's you know a safe place for us brown girls and before i wrote this book and it's also mentioned in the book without giving away the group name because it's a safe place for a lot of brown women
0: yeah
1: is i actually like vented everything that's happening just to strangers you know yeah and um Because if you bring it up to family, it's like, oh, you know, she's the one that's talking shit. She's the one that's the bad guy. So it's like, okay, if I talk to just strangers, maybe I can see. And there's so many other people that had someone come Mm -hmm. and just live with them without knowing when is that day that they are going to leave. You know, it's (laughs) not like they were just (laughs) visiting. Yeah, they don't say, oh, can I come for (laughs) a (laughs) week?
0: They just come and then they stay for weeks. You, you And, you know, culturally, I would say for my culture, it is sort of a taboo to ask a relative, oh, when are you leaving? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't ask that. So yeah. you just wait for them to say, I'm leaving. It, no matter how uncomfortable you are or your parents are, they just don't say anything. Yeah. And this person feels comfortable staying, but then... Because the scales with other relatives, because now it becomes like sort of a gossip, and they're like, oh, they are doing this in the family instead of doing this. And no, they mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we can do better as mm-hmm. relatives, you know, when we visit other relatives, right?
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are, you know, because they're older than us, Yeah, that we can't talk back to them. Mm-mm. But I am a, I'll put it this way. I'm a B word when it comes to that rule, <laughs> because I really believe that you should only respect people that respect you back, regardless of whether they're older or younger than you.
0: That is very true.
1: So, Absolutely. yeah. Oh, well. That, that rule does not apply to me. I'm like, you're going to respect me. <laughs> then I'll respect you. If you yeah, respect, it's respect me, ways. I will disrespect you in return, because I like, no, that's not how I roll. Yeah.
0: Because respect is and un- both ways. Yeah. Right. Well, back to your book. Um, the book that you wrote uh, it makes references to MasterChef. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love MasterChef.
1: <laughs> but are you a avid fan of MasterChef? I am. I love MasterChef. I watched uh, I watched MasterChef since. Oh my god, I don't even remember it forever. Uh, y you, you know what? Um, I actually used to watch MasterChef back in two thousand six. Mm since I did take a break from food related shows because uh Mm -hmm. do you remember how I was telling you about my food um related fears that started later yeah yeah so I took a break but then my brother Mm -hmm. he showed me MasterChef Canada and it was like the first ever MasterChef Canada and I just like after that I kind of got back into it and then my sister we watched um The Final Table Mm -hmm. so just any like cooking competitions like I, tried, I watched MasterChef Australia, New Zealand, I think it's Australia, New Zealand, oh, wow. uh, Canada, and obviously the MasterChef here in the US.
0: Yeah, I've actually only watched MasterChef US um, and I started watching last year. Mm-hmm. But this year it was so interesting. It's so nerve wracking because it's like the time and you, you have someone that you're <laughs> hoping will win and then they don't really
1: hey. win.
0: And Look amazing. I, may- I feel like
1: the only time anybody won it was not even in the U.S. It's in uh, Canada. I was rooting for Eric to win the whole competition and he did. And I was like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: this MasterChef, I, I haven't watched season finale. I have it recorded. and But I'm just so scared to watch. <laughs>
1: yeah, because the one that's going on right now, it's the second chance one too. So you know, for me, if I'm rooting for somebody again, I actually didn't watch this season because of this. It's because if I root for them again and they lose again, I'm just going to yeah. be like, nope. <laughs> so I actually didn't watch this season.
0: I started watching the, uh, the finale and um, part two, but I haven't finished watching it because I'm just so nervous. That was <laughs> yesterday. I was so nervous for them because they're amazing chefs. Yeah. Then you know one simple mistake and you're out. Yeah. It is so nice to know that you love MasterChef and like <laughs> everyone should watch that show, whether you love cooking or not. It's just interesting. There's so much drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, MasterChef Canada is so much calmer because it's mm-hmm. like the second MasterChef I watched after the US and you're just like, well, this is so much more calmer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And one thing uh, about your book, um, there's two different time zones different places and time zones, right? Um, Why is that?
1: Oh, okay. So as a self-publisher, you kind of have to form your own team. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And um, so only my editor, Mm -hmm. so, you know, Tisha, she is from, she's about uh, an hour or so away from where I live in California. Mm -hmm. And we actually didn't know that. We met through K-pop Twitter. And uh, we were supposed to go see ATs together in January but i was in the er so i had to sit that one out. Oh. And you know we were still friends and um, come like april may we decided to just meet up and we just became like really good friends. Yeah. And she's the one that i took to see uh, 17 recently on the 14th of August for the mm-hmm. be the sun tour. And so she's the editor but different time zones um originally i was supposed to have my cousin design the cover mm-hmm. but uh due to cer- uh, certain circumstances i understand why he, you know it took him like a little while to do it yeah but at the same time i've had this book lying around that i really just wanted to get published right yeah which like beautiful consequence can actually be like ready to go in october that's how long oh that's
0: amazing
1: that's, that's how long that's the soon. chaos was in us just sat waiting for a cover Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and then I was like, you know what? This, this isn't happening. I was like, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm already on my second book and the first book doesn't have a cover yet. So, um, I one of my friends, she does K-pop art. So, she's always showing artists. Mm-hmm. And I just messaged those artists. I was like, hey, do you guys do book covers? And I got a reply from someone in the Philippines who was like, yes, I do book covers. Nice. And I kind of sketched out like a little like, you know, this is what I want. And on the cover, you know, you see the two hands reaching out to each other. You see the flowers, which will make sense when you read the story about why there's flowers. Um and that my God, Kay was just an amazing artist. They did amazing. Nice. You know, um, reached out to me almost when I said, like, you know, this is the situation, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, almost every evening mm-hmm. I was getting updated. They were like, hey, you know, um, this is the sketch. Hey, I have to color. Hey, is this fine? Hey, what color do you want the phone? Yeah. Like, you know, do you still want the same, um, like the pinkish, uh, tannish background in the back? Mm-hmm. How do you want the writing? Um, just everything. Wow, so that's even cool. though we had a different time zones, it was just... Yeah perfect. It
0: was easy to work with them.
1: Yeah. And I was just very, very, very thankful because I, you know, I really thought that I was like, I have a cover for Beautiful Consequence and the story's not even done. Right. I was like, damn, like this, this book just might come out first. (laughs) (laughs) And so just
0: back to the book again. Um, I know you've talked about Ellie but you have other character names like Niti, Niti, right? Niti, yes. Niti, Abby, uh, Mia. Can you just, you know, tell us a little bit about those characters on your book?
1: Yeah, so those names, um, my characters' names, besides Ellie, Mm -hmm. um, I actually just had to, like, Google, like, boy names, girl names, you know? like. Like a personal
0: <laughs> like, names out there.
1: Yeah, and I really wanted them to kind of have like the Punjabi names too, which is why I gave them the certain last names that I did as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't get Ryan's last name because you'll understand what Ryan's last name is when you read um, the book, because you'll see it at the and you know you'll be like, what? That's why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not giving any spoilers
0: away. So Nikki is. um... So just to um, have you actually uh, market the book outside of um, Amazon, or where can someone find your book?
1: Well, right now it's only available on Amazon because I did publish through KDP. But I did um, check the box that says third party can, third party vendors are allowed to like have it. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I I don't know when third party vendors will have it. I don't know how many copies I've sold. I don't know anything. You know. How do I find this out? But um, I've seen um, I've seen the numbers go up, uh, like up. On KDP, where it says like number in romance, number in contemporary, number in fiction. Yeah. And I've seen that number go up. So obviously, like people are getting the copies.
0: Well, that's but amazing. I
1: don't know how many. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. But they I'm gonna go back to tell you like how many books you've sold?
1: No, I don't know. I, I tried to figure it out, but I couldn't. But I'm going to go back to your previous question really quick and kind of tell you about the characters a little. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Nithi's character, she, so this book, for anybody that wants to know, is an enemies to lovers trope. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of readers, I've been on Bookstagram, you know, and just like uh, a Facebook group just for books. And you just see people want to read two tropes. Yeah. Fake dating, which Beautiful Consequence will cover, mm-hmm. but, um, and enemies to lovers. Those are, like, the top two that just sell, you know? Yeah. So The Chaos Within is, is an enemies to lovers trope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neethi's character, she is a business major along with Ellie. Both are business majors. Mm-hmm. And um, Niti goes into fashion design um, along with... she, So she actually meets Mia... An entrance for her, Yeah. who is Avi's sister. And Avi is the youngest in mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. Mia is the eldest. No, no, no. Mia not the eldest in the family. Amiti is the eldest in her family. <laughs> and Mia is older than Avi, though. Um, Avi is also into in uh, the business. Every aspect except for he already has it kind of handed to him as he goes into the family business without giving away too much he also is um not kind of what he seems he'll see the grief and mm-hmm. suffering that he has gone through around the later chapters yeah ellie ellie is just a little based on ellie yeah <laughs> um she's cuban-american just like my friend is Mm-hmm. And you know, she's kind of like a secondary character. She you see her, but not as much as you would. Yeah. You like a role of a best friend. Mm-hmm. And then those are my, yeah, those are my oh Ryan. Ryan is Niti's friend. Uh-huh. And I can't tell you what else he is. <laughs> I just I can't as much as I would love to, you know, like he has another role. Yeah, is one of the biggest things in the plot twist. You know, like I've had people that have actually like read the book, be, like message me like, "What do you mean, Ryan's?" And I'm just like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh my god, no, I can't stop reading because Ryan's." And I'm just like, "Yeah, he is." I
0: can't, I can't wait to read all, all like all these chapters in the book. um Because I'm now reading like three books, (laughs) but I'm now interested in knowing these characters having talked to you about them. Mm -hmm. But then um, we're almost coming to the end of the episode, but uh, we still have a lot to talk about in our next episode. But before we uh, actually end this episode, which is like soon, Mm -hmm. can you talk about this line you have in the book? Healing is a cockpit process, not a microwave fix.
1: Yes. So healing is a, so, you know, crock pot recipes mm-hmm. take a yeah. bit longer to make than just throwing something into the microwave. Right. Mm-hmm. So healing is a crock pot process. You know, I'm still, I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent like over trauma or over anything. I still go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm not scared to say I go to therapy. Therapy is not a bad thing. It's very helpful. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, you don't just get better after something happens to you, after you've cried so much that you just, you know, so many relationships can be jeopardized with and everything. Yeah. And so it takes it takes time, basically, is what the lioness is trying to refer to. You don't get better the next day. You're just like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm traumatized. I'll get better, like, whatever, you know, soon. Yeah, And, you know, if anybody's listening and and they're related to me, you know, I have, I know that people have said bad things about me um, yeah. because people have decided that I'm the bad guy. <laughs> but um, I do want to say, you know, I'm healing. So if you think that making me the bad guy or, you know, you, you can think what you want. Yeah. I know what's right. And above all, God knows who's right. God yeah. sees everything, so do what you want. I really <laughs> stop carrying, yeah, because that's a part of the healing process, you know. And there's a line. Um, nobody can steal this, guys, because it's it's already um, being copyrighted in Beautiful Consequence. But mm-hmm. there's a line that I have, which is that you know, um, so. I actually told my mom this too like that i've chosen to forgive my uncle and like his family his daughters his wife everyone um and that's because like hate is this toxin that you just put into your body right
0: yeah and it grows
1: and and it grows and it's a very nasty toxin so it's like i've chosen to forgive them but if they say that oh like or anybody you know like my other aunt or like a sibling or anybody comes up to me like what why are you, like, you know, like, who are you to forgive them? Yeah. You know, like, you should, like, you know, be, like, stuff like that, right?
0: Yeah.
1: um, Like, you should be the one apologizing or anything like that, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and I'm just in my head, like, no, I'm the one healing. I'm the one that cried in silence. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that knows the pain of covering your mouth, yeah. crying at night, hoping nobody hears you, yeah. you know, and... It's, it's such a scary thing because when people, because I've hit that age, you know, where people are like, when are you getting married or I know <laughs> so-and-so is, you know, here," and it's just like, no, because I don't trust Indian men anymore. I'm not going to allow myself to get hurt again.
0: Absolutely. And I completely agree with you. And we're going to talk more about this in the next episode. Awesome. Um, and I am so grateful that you talked about your book which I highly recommend to anyone that is listening to this podcast, um, go to Amazon and look for The Chaos Within Us. Yes. That's the title of the book. Read it and follow okay. Jotie so that you can uh, let her know what you think uh, about the book, how you reason it with the book, and you can write her an email. I will leave um, her details on the show notes. So how to reach her email or on Instagram or whichever way she will let us know.
1: I I have a link on the back of the cover. It's Mm getrights.card.co. It is a site that I created myself. Kind of, you'll get to know about me. You'll get to know my MBTI, which you probably don't even care about. But (laughs) so it's G E E T c. No, there's no cake. C A R R D dot co. So geethrights Awesome. And it'll lead you to my Instagram and, you know, All my other Instagram platforms. is also K pop and books. Let's talk about <laughs> <K-pop and> books. <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, so that's how you can reach her. And thank you. Thank you, Jyoti. And of course, we are talking again in the next episode.
1: Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you.